Welcome back to the Around the Natty podcast. My name is Andrew. And I'm Logan. And we're ready to give you your daily dose of Cincy Sports, or weekly dose, one of the two. <laughs> something. Um, we're going to so, put something together. You know, it's been kind of a, 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 you know, a lame week in sports, not a lot going on. Um, however, for those of you who are watching on YouTube, you'll notice there's something a little bit different. You can see our ugly mugs. Mm, Isn't yeah, that sorry sweet? about that. Yeah. Um, so there's somebody we want to give a shout out. He's standing right behind the camera. giving us a stern look. Uh, Tommy Marshall um, is kind of taking over as our, our media guy, film guy. He's going to edit some of our videos too because um, before it was me. Uh, and I'm not good at that. I don't pretend hey, to be good at it. but we tried hard. We tried really hard. We tried really hard. hard. Um, That's what she said. Right. I don't know. Uh, but um, we got a new guy on our team. He's going to help us out, and hopefully he's going to inc- uh, increase the quality of our content. I hope he has the stamina to stand there the whole time, though, because we talk for a long time. We talk a lot. Right. You know? Well, maybe not today. Today seems <laughs> today <laughs> today seems to be kind of a, a short one for us. Um, like I said, it was a lame kind of week in sports. There are a couple of things we want to hit on. Um, so I'm going to go ahead and go right into it. Go for it. Um, Bengals fans, cover your ears, cry if you want to. Um, The curse continues. Jonah Williams' injury, uh, torn labrum. Um, He is uh, predicted to be out out for the season. Um, He just had surgery. Uh, And a labrum's not something you come back really quickly from, right? No, it's not. Um, I mean, luckily, though, I mean, if you're going to have a labrum tear, you want to be an offensive lineman because that's going to be the – I mean, you don't have to go overhead very often, which – it's yeah. primarily where you would uh, you're I mean, gonna he's find not a quarterback, right? right? So I mean, it's not someone who needs to throw the ball at all, but still, uh, what is this? Five years in a row now, we've had our first rounder go down. With I mean, injury. yeah. So it started with Denard, right? Yeah, Denard, uh, William Jackson the third. Um, also Billy Price, uh, John Ross, John Ross. Man, so four. No, this would be five. fifth. This is the five. Yeah. And I don't know. I it's almost the point where I say skip the first round. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I mean. It's, I mean, we haven't pulled many gems out of the first round. Uh, the Bengals are a three-four round team. Well, you know what? That, that's the crazy thing is too. Is I think that there was a time where we killed it in the draft. I mean, our, oh, I our talent evaluators did a great job um, because we certainly have never been a big splash team in the off season and yeah. free agency. So, um, you know, in terms of. When we found success, it's been through the draft and developing those players. And you might not have seen them make an impact right away. Right. But, you know, within the two or three seasons, they, you're seeing some uh, good results. I mean, but like you said, the later rounds, we seem to do better. And, you know, Gina Atkins, Carlos Dunlap, things like that. Um, I'm trying to think. I mean, our our most productive first-round pick in the last 10 years has been AJ. Outside yeah. of that, I mean, you yeah. know. I mean, Dre's been okay. Uh, he's been okay. He's not certainly not as good as advertised. He's definitely not a number one pick. Right. Or hasn't played like one. I right. mean, he's got all the intangibles you want in a number one pick, but right. he doesn't have the production that you're going to get. To be honest, I think William Jackson panned out okay. Yeah, I, I think he's good. You know, my thing is, I really wish we could have gotten, like, went out and gotten a uh, a solid corner to play, you know, opposite him, and because I think that William Jackson third can be a guy who can play the number one. Yeah, but I think he should follow the. I, you know what? I'm I, so sick of this playing both sides. Go follow the guy. I but I I wish that he could if he could play the number two though and have someone like a Patrick Peterson for example on the, yeah. on the team with him. Like forget about it. I mean that's that's some lockdown D and the 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 worst thing about you know Dre is Dre came from a system in Alabama where they play all zone and I'd play man to man. Well, at least in, in Paulie G's and then before him Mike Zimmer's defense was always man coverage and. 
Uh, he's just not. I don't think he's fast enough, and his his ability to change direction isn't great enough to to really handle that kind of. Well, um, so he's, he's burnt sometimes, you know. But. He's burnt a lot. Um, <laughs> but yeah, um, I'm still hopeful on obviously Billy Price. As you know, it's funny. I saw I saw a spreadsheet of Billy Price, and mm-hmm. it was it was or not a Billy Price, but a first round draft picks and and the amount of snaps. Right. That they played. And Billy Price missed like six games last last season. Yeah. He still had the most rookie snaps out of anybody else. Really? Yeah. Huh. <laughs> Isn't that the saddest thing? That's wild. You've ever heard. And, you know, with this Jonah Williams injury, I, I was so close to being excited about this offensive line. You know, I, the biggest part being not seeing Bobby Hart. Yeah. But well, now we, I don't see a situation unless they pull some gangster stuff where they mix some people around and right. do some creative things. I don't see a situation where we don't see Bobby Hart playing right I tackle. I said barring them bouncing Clint Bowling out to tackle, which I don't which know. Which I, 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 I well, and I, but I don't see it happening. Barring that, I think that you're still going to see. I think my my guess would be, you know, you probably have some combination of uh, bowling. So from left to if we're going left to right, so bowling at left tackle. Or sorry, no. Cordy Glenn at left tackle, bowling left guard, Billy Price center, right guard. Up in the air. Yeah, probably kind of, uh, that's pretty up in the air. But you're gonna see either, um, you know, like Westerman, Cam, uh, or Michael Jordan, who they just drafted. Not Michael Jordan, the Bulls, Michael Jordan, but the OSU. Um, they have Jordan. the uh, and then a couple other guys that signed in the off season. Um, that could be there. And then right tackle. Miller thinks, and Terry, right? Miller and Terry, yeah. And I think right tackle. I think you still. I mean, you just have. Bobby Hart. I think that's what it's going to be. I hate it. Yeah. I hate it so much. I am begging. I just, you know, when they drafted Williams, I was like, yes. Mm-hmm. Yes, finally. Well, because what I think it does, I think it makes you really one-dimensional on that. I mean, you're going to have, you're going to you're gonna constantly have to either have an H-back or yeah. uh, a running back stay and help protect on that side. Well, I'm not going to lie. One thing that's really big about, uh, you know, a lot of people said they overreached for Drew Sample. But one thing you can't knock on Drew Sample is one, they said he's polished. He's a really mm-hmm. polished tight end. Right. And two, he's a blocking tight end as well. Right. Which you don't see very much anymore. Yeah, but my thing is, though, is that, like, I would love to see like a good, you know, a dual tight end threat passing attack. And I, I and not to say that he couldn't be effective in that way, but I think that if you're going to have him and um, uh, Eifert. Tyler Eifert out there at the same time, I think, again, I think you're going to have to commit Sample to, to blocking and assisting on that right side. And if, if nothing else, at least chipping off on that defensive end, Cause especially, like, let's say if you play Houston, I mean, J.J. Watt's just going to eat him up, eat up Bobby Hart all day long. You yeah. know, Or when we play Cleveland, he's going to get eaten up all game long, undoubtedly. Is Miles Garrett on the right? Yeah. I thought he was on the left. Well, Miles My, Garrett, they'll move Miles Garrett around. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, he, uh, so they'll move him around and kind of put him wherever they feel like he can – the mismatches, you right. can take advantage of that. So, right, yeah. Uh, um, well, you know what? It's still yet to be seen. Maybe Zach Taylor in that offense. But God hopes Jim Turner's knows right. what he's doing out there. We'll see. Uh, so my question is to, to you then, what was – because I, I feel like we did this. I feel like we did like a way too early prediction for like records this year for the yeah. Bengals. I feel like we might have done that, but maybe we didn't. Yeah. Um, where would you put it now? What do you, th- what do you think the record is? Well, a lot of my prediction wasn't hinged – on the O-line, because I think the biggest glaring weakness for the Bengals was the defense. And I, I don't think anybody can argue that. 
Um, obviously, if you have a crap O-line, as we did last year. <laughs> as we have for the last few years. Yeah, and you really. still have the leading rusher in the AFC. Like, you're still able to do some things, and that's with and that's with a not-so-creative Bill Lazor offense. Right. Um, now, with Zach Taylor coming in and taking over the reins as, mm. as OC and head coach, mm. um, I'm eager to see if he has some things up his sleeve that can maybe mask, put some tape on some of this. Right. These holes. Right. Um, my prediction, uh, you know what? Are we, barring injury, I could see us winning nine games. Really? You think nine games? I think so. Do, I, do I think, think that's top end. Do you think nine, do you think nine games wins the division? It wins, I don't think it wins the division. See, I, I think, I think nine games is good enough to win this division. I just don't know. If the Bengals can win nine? Right. I, but I think, cause I think, I think that. And I hate, I hate to say, it, but I think Pittsburgh and Cleveland are both good enough to win nine. But I think, and I think that's who wins the division. Here's the thing: I think people are sleeping on the the Ravens. Dude, I I think mm, now. See, I think what happens is now that teams have a, a chance to prepare all season long, all season for long Lamar. for for Lamar, and unless he turns, unless in one off season he's turned into um, even ten percent more accurate, there's no, I think he's going to be. I think he's going to struggle. He's going to struggle a lot because I mean. The kid, the kid can make throws outside of 15 yards accurately, right. and even then he struggles, you know? Right. Well, so. my big thing is they're they're lacking something that – or they, they have something that a lot of teams are lacking nowadays, and that's an elite defense. But they lost C.J. Mosley. That's true. So Mosley's gone. But that's – I mean, that still doesn't take away the, you know, 10 other guys that were on the field at all times. I don't know. When C.J. Mosley was out last year with injury, I mean, they struggled. They really? struggled on defense. Yeah, I mean, they got ran all over in the middle of the field. Was Didn't he get open. hurt during our game? Yeah, I think so. We balled out on them that yeah. game. That was awesome. So, I mean, but, like, and that's the thing. I just, I think, yeah, I, I think that the people are over-rating that uh, and, and, and kind of anticipating the Ravens being really good. I disagree. I think they're going to struggle. I think the Ravens maybe win six games. Really? Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think they win more than six this year. I think that they struggle. I think Lamar Jackson gets hurt even. You think John goes um, out? I think it's time for them to move on. I think they just signed an extension, didn't they? They signed Marvin to an extension and cut him real quick. Yeah, but his was like a two-year extension. I think they signed. Mar- I think they signed uh, John Harbaugh to like a four or five-year extension. Could be wrong. I don't know. But anyways, I, I definitely. I know Tomlin's on the hot seat too, which I don't know why. Like who? Mike Tomlin. Oh, Mike Tomlin. They've been talking about him being on the hot seat for years. Nah, I mean, I, you're right. They have, but like, I, I think that's. All the guys done is win for that team, and like, I, and I get he's had some good talent, but that's that's, that's all he's been. Some great talent. Yeah, that's all they've done is win. I, um, but yeah, no, I, I think I think that it's really in terms of if on paper, I think it's the Steelers and Browns division to lose. I can't believe you're hopping on this Browns. Listen, stuff, I don't. Man. I cannot believe this, dude. I'm just saying. Listen, oh I'll do what God. I do. I'll do what I do to the highest. If the Browns don't win this division, it's embarrassing. Absolutely embarrassing. I would agree. It's pitiful. I would agree, but also pitiful. I don't expect much. It's f- I don't know why. I it's don't, still Cleveland. I don't know why. It, one, it's still Cleveland. <laughs> everybody's everybody's hopping all over this bandwagon. Freddie Kitchens is his first year as a head yeah, coach. Yeah, no, the I'm, man, I'm with you. The man called half a season. Right. No, I mean, like it's like ridiculous to me. Right. That people are like, we lost sixteen games. We won seven or eight last year. Super Bowl bound. Like uh, he's got he's got he's got more to show than Zach Taylor does though. Zach Taylor's never hasn't called a an NFL game since 2015. I mean, but and he only called four. What, he does. I don't think he has more than. I don't think he has more than Zach Taylor. Zach Taylor's been a coach in a Super Bowl. 
But he's never called an offense. In the playoffs. He's never called an offense. Listen, And dude, he's never been a head listen, coach before. Zach Taylor has been in on the huddle with Sean McVay. I think he's learned more from Sean McVay than, than Freddie Kitchens learned with Hugh Jackson. Are you kidding me? I mean, Come but, on, dude. Look, look, I mean, okay, that's the case. Then now Bill Belichick's assistant coaches should be out there, you know, ha- having 10. A lot of them are. No, they're terrible. What do you mean? They've been awful. Bill, Bel- Bill Belichick's uh, coaching stem is like that. His head coaching stem is like that. Because they, they always go and hire these guys out. And they, because remember, did you, have you ever seen the, the comparisons of his and Andy, Andy Reid's? Andy Reid's coaching staff and his coaching tree, huge. Super successful. But Bill Belichick's, they always end up going back to New England because it only works in New England for whatever reason. I, I guess. Like, I bet you Matt Patricia. I bet you Matt Patricia's back in New England two years or less. God, I don't think anybody can win with the, with the, <laughs> the Lions. Lions. I don't think I don't. The only people who are cursed way worse than Cincinnati are the Lions. I feel bad because Matt Stafford is not a bad quarterback. He's not a great quarterback either, though. I, I think he's, he's got a big arm. That's I, about I it. I think he's just as good as Andy Dalton. I think so. And I think you can win with Andy Dalton. I think so. I don't think you need someone better than Andy Dalton to win, win football I, games. I know. I'm just saying he's okay. You know I'm just saying. I think but they, they don't. Nice they don't him have and Calvin a, Johnson. I'm basing been... all of my prejudice over their Madden team. Okay. <laughs> Whenever I play as the Lions on Madden, I stomped. lose by forty-five. Okay, Madden and but, the uh, that's not because of the Lions. That's just because I'm a lot better than you. Yeah, the video okay. I'm just, I'm we'll just see. I'm we'll, just saying. Let's look at the all-time. Also, for the around the natty listeners, uh, if any of you guys are watching anything that we're keeping tally of, as far as the Madden series, I'm a hundred percent ahead in that. You know, I haven't posted a lot of them because a lot of them have... So and, how are they supposed to keep track if you haven't posted? Uh, well, I'm keeping track. <laughs> a lot of them have ended with Logan crying, okay? Yeah, yeah. Weeping tears, okay? Um, but other than that, let's let's kind of go into what do you think the line's going to be? Like, what is your ideal line with Jonah Williams out? I, I What do I think it's going to be or what's my ideal line? What's your ideal line? Let's my, start with my that. My ideal line... Um, so without it's hard because I haven't seen some of these guys play there on the roster right. now, and and I don't know like their, their scheme with Jim Turner being there this year versus a Frank Pollock line. I don't know, what, but anyway, so Frank Pollock line so is I definitely so, <laughs> so, so I definitely go with uh, Cordy Glenn left tackle. Yeah. Um. Man, I, you're not. It's that hard for you to select bowling. Well, but I'm thinking about I, I wouldn't oh, want to see bowling over on right right yeah. tackle bouncing no, out the right like. tackle. So, um. So outside, I probably say one of the one of the guys who had the offseason, either Terry or um, Miller. Miller at left guard, um, Billy at center. See, hopefully he he's improved a little bit. Uh, right guard, um, you fill with the, one of the other guys, either Michael Jordan, Chris, you know Westerman, what have you. Yeah. And the right tackle, I just say let let Bowling go out there and see what he can do. Um, Andre Smith isn't on the roster anymore, is he? I don't think no. he is. I don't think so. No, but. we signed him as a band aid. Yeah, but it's, I mean, I think that's lead. I think I, I think that's kind of how you're gonna see him now. Yeah, is you know he's kind of old. He's not very good. Right. But he's serviceable. Yeah, is, is how I like to nicely put it. Right. So he's gonna be a band aid for a bunch okay. of teams. Um, Fair enough. But here's kind of what I'm thinking, right? And I know it's not gonna happen, or maybe it will happen. We'll see. I say you go Glenn left tackle. I think that's a must. Right. I think that's an absolute must right. is to have him at left tackle. Right. Um, I think you see um, one of the the signings, so either Miller or Terry, okay. left guard, which is pretty similar to what you do. I say you move Trey Hopkins to center. 
He's not even listed on the roster right now. Trey Hopkins? Mm. I could swear we had Trey Hopkins. I, I, I'm telling you, I was looking at the roster right before we had, right during, during pre-show. I didn't see him on the roster. Did you see him on the roster? No. <laughs> I, I, just, I, I just assumed he no, was there. No, I, I, I didn't see him on the roster. I think they, I don't, I think they cut him, or I don't think they re-signed him. Well, damn. That, that throws a <laughs> wrench in mine. I'll say, I didn't see him on the roster. That's all the, because they had a lot of guards on there. But, oh, yes, they do. Yes, they do. They have him as a backup center. They have him as a center. That's right. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. So, so. I lied. I lost my train of thought because you messed me up. Glenn. Uh, Trey Hopkins. No. Oh, Glenn, uh, Miller. One of the, Miller or Terry. Trey Hopkins at center. Okay. He played well at he center He played last year. really well at center yep. last year. Um, I think I think he played better than he did at guard. Um, I think he was an above, uh, on an average center at least. You know, I think right. at guard he's below average. Yeah. I'd say he kicked Billy Price out to right guard. You know, when he was playing at OSU, that was his. I mean, guard was his position. He did way. He did way better before um, he moved to center. Yeah, I mean, I certainly would be opposed to that. Looking and see what it looks like. I yeah. mean, I mean, at this point, you just you you put together whatever, you play whatever five you can put out. Yeah. But my thing is though, is I really think that whatever you go with, you gotta pick a five and stick with it. You I know agree what I mean? because. Once, once you have that, you know that level of this continuity occurring and that yeah, you know, people are trying to learn. Like, yeah, I mean it's not, yeah. no, it's not gonna work out. You have to have some kind of like level of continuity there. So I think you go price right guard, and then bowling right tackle. I agree with you on right tackle. I think bowl, anything bowling puts out there is better than anything Bobby Hart can put out there. Right. I mean, I mean that's again, I haven't seen. Uh, there's not a large resume of him playing tackle, but like you know, I, in terms of. I, He's take, just an overall better offensive line. I would take my left nut at right tackle. Whoever, <laughs> good God, you know, I couldn't yeah. handle it. No, I no, I definitely feel that. And um, one thing that I'll bring up, and you're talking about, we're talking about them learning different positions. And mm. one thing that's really cool that you know a lot of these new coaches are doing, and it's definitely not something that's new, but it's definitely something people are leaning to a little bit more. Is the way that uh, Zach Taylor's been installing his offense. Mm-hmm. Have you heard this? He he's not been doing it position by position he's doing that as a whole unit Mm -hmm. which in its entirety is slow right but it's also really nice in the fact that you're you're listening picture yeah you you instead of saying oh this is what i'm doing you know this is what i'm doing this is what he's doing this is Mm -hmm. why it's happening right you know what i mean yeah like it's important for me to 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 really hit this route tree because if i do this that frees up yeah yeah and it's like especially when you got like guys who are like say somebody gets hurt and you got to move to slot right the slot's way different than an outside receiver you know what i mean and the routes you're going to run are different because you're trying to beat a linebacker rather than a, a corner or a safety or and things like that and I think that's going to be really beneficial. Yeah. Um, however, I do see that they probably still go into position groups, but that's really important as well. Right. But I think the whole big picture thing's really nice. Yeah. To to have. I um. Well, I, I think one thing that you'll see this year too is I think that our linemen will be in better shape because I think that you're going to see more, see a lot more movement. I think no, you're going to see absolutely. a lot more pulling. A lot more play um, action too. Right. I mean, and, and you're going to have to have. Um, I think that's what they went for in the draft was, you know, they, they sacrificed size for a little bit more speed and agility. Yeah. And, and uh, I mean, they want big, strong guys, but they want guys who can move, too. You good know? feet. So, yeah, I mean, that's so. crucial to any offensive lineman right. is good feet. Right. Um, and that's kind of that's kind of his M.O., Zach Taylor's is. Right. I mean, you got you to gotta believe he's going to try and make a carbon copy of the Rams. Uh, I mean, I, I, I mean, obviously without all the free agency signings. But, like, offensively, mm-hmm. You got one of the best backs in the league 
in my opinion, and I mm. think it should be in everybody else's opinion as well. Right. Um, you lean on that, yeah. and that's the, you know you know the one thing that like I I think I'm nervous because if it doesn't produce a lot of wins, which for all intents they finished six and ten last year. Okay. Yeah. I I expect improvement from last year. Yeah. But improvements seven wins is eight wins. That's improvement, right? But I think if you don't yield good results, I think it hurts the buy-in from the from the guys. And I think it takes more than one year to recreate a whole culture too. Absolutely, especially you know? when a lot of them aren't guys you drafted. Right. A lot of them aren't guys you signed. Right. And um, it, and it's not like college where you know every four years you have your guys in there. You know yeah. what I mean? It's it's not like you know after four years, okay, everyone that was here when I started's gone. Now it's all my guys. Like that's not how it works, you know. And so I think that the challenge is going to be you know building that culture, getting that buy-in, and seeing where we can go from there. So I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But uh, yeah, my uh, to answer your question directly, my ideal line is one without Bobby Hart playing right tackle. I think I think this, I think the city of Cincinnati can agree with you <laughs> on that. You know, the, I mean, if we, if, if we like Andy Dalton, which I know a lot of you guys don't, because. Well, I don't really know why, but you know, if you're if you're if you're a fan of the Bengals, want to see them win football games, you want to see your quarterback not eating dirt and taking dirt naps during games. Yeah. Um, and the best way to prevent that is to not allow Bobby Hart to be the one impeding those fat, big, athletic, strong guys trying to tackle your quarterback. Yeah. So. No, that's for sure. Yeah. I mean, Bobby Hart didn't get Andy Dalton hurt last season. Let's, no. Let's remember that it was Billy Price. Right. And I love Billy Price personally. Uh, but you know, we gotta keep him off the dirt. He's uh, a rookie. Yeah, he's a rookie. He's a rookie. He, he mean, had just come back. Andrew Woodworth used to get his ass kicked week in week out for the first two years he played in the NFL. You know, it is what it yeah. is. Uh, there's some growing pains for yeah. sure, especially for offensive linemen because it's yeah. a whole different beast. Like, oh, unless yeah. you're playing like the SEC. Uh, you know, to be honest with you, I don't think you see a lot of. Well, and even then, you know, I mean, playing, you know, I mean, for example, you know, playing, um, I don't know, playing like Ole Miss. Defense is a lot different than playing against, you know, J.J. Watt, for example. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, agree. So. I would agree. Uh, but that kind of leads me to our next segment. Like, thinking about the roster going forward, like, it's new. It's fairly young. It's a fairly young roster um, as far as what we're going to see. What we're seeing now is definitely not what we're going to see in the future. Mm-hmm. Um, do you see him? I, personally, I see them getting rid of Ryan Finley, um, the quarterback out of NC State. I, I have a hard time seeing him making the roster. Um, and the reason I say that is, from what I've heard over the over the news and everything like that, he's not right. doing well in camp at all. Yeah. Uh, I heard he's missing open guys. He's throwing pick after pick. Um, and he's not really panning out, which is really disappointing because the Bengals traded up for him. They traded away, I think, like a pick or two mm-hmm. to go get him because they right. thought he was going to be good for him. I mean, it's for me at the end of the day... I mean, we can sit and talk about it. That's fine. We can have this conversation. But if Andy Dalton's not your starting quarterback, came in, game out for 16 games, you're not getting very far anyways. That being said, yeah, I don't know, man. I I think they probably give him a year or two. Um, I think that I think they didn't give Logan Woodside a year or two. Well, Logan Woodside's <laughs> also an idiot. So and uh, you know, you get drafted seventh or, or in the seventh round or fifth round, whatever they drafted him in, and then go out and get a DUI the very next day. Like, come yeah, on, like, you're gonna get cut yeah. ASAP. And did you did you watch him play in the AFL at all? No, he uh, went to the AFL. Yeah, he played. He, he started for like one game. He threw like seven picks. He, he's uh, also like my height. Yeah, he's which garbage. isn't conducive to being a quarterback. He's absolutely terrible. Um, 
I think they let him play for like they let him take like ten snaps and they're like, okay, you're done. This, <laughs> this is over. So, but um, but yeah, no, I think that I I think that they will probably put him on the practice squad at some point, and he'll kind of do what Jeff Driscoll did and fight for a roster spot for a couple. I of think years Jeff Driscoll is a better athlete. I just don't know if he's a better quarterback. Well, Jeff Driscoll is. Uh, I think we understand that he's he's an okay backup. You know, I mean, it is what it is. It's. Uh, for me, for me, my ideal backup is someone who's been in the league for a long time, has had like you, like Josh McCown. I know he retired, but like this year, that's the guy you want as your backup quarterback. A guy who is you're not a Fitz Magic guy. I mean, Ryan Fitz, okay, that's another good one. Um, but the guys like those where they've had they've had some success, but they're not. They're, you know, they're not your starter. I heard you're a big Brian Hoyer fan. Oh yeah, I love Brian. Hoyer. <laughs> um, God. The only person from Cleveland Signatius I like is uh, Derek Dietrich. Okay, that's the only person from Cleveland Signatius that I enjoy, and um, and that's because he is swaggy as hell, and I appreciate him. <laughs> and uh, but yeah, no, I, Ryan Finley. I am again. It's almost like not even worth having the conversation. I'm not uh, again because after Danny Dalton, it doesn't matter because whether it's Jeff Driscoll or Ryan Finley or anyone else they're able to sign at this point, we aren't going very far without Andy Dalton right now. So. And I think that's the same for every team. I don't think any team in the NFL could win off their. I mean, the Buccaneers. Well, now, well, now it's Miami with uh, Fitzpatrick. But like last year, the Buccaneers. I don't think Fitzpatrick's going to take you to a Super Bowl. He's good, but he's not that good. And it, here's my big thing: it depends is, on which one. Is, it depends on what Fitzpatrick gets. He's got week. a big life cycle of as far as his career goes. Like yeah. he goes somewhere, he becomes a backup. The starter goes down. He comes out and just balls out. There's right. like a billion yards and 600 million yeah. touchdowns, right? It was like Matt Flynn. Yeah. And then they're like, all right, here's a, here's the starting job. And then he's like, pick, 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 pick. You're like, jeez, yeah. dude. Like, you had it. You had. And then he moves on to the next team. The same thing happens. Remember when Matt Flynn, Matt Flynn was with Green Bay, and I can't remember if Aaron Rodgers got hurt. They just sat him for like the last four games of the season because they knew they had won the division. And he went hard. And he literally like threw like 400-yard games, like four games in a row. The, C- the Seahawks signed like a seven-year, like eighty million dollar deal, yeah. and then they drafted Russell Wilson. Like, yeah, you kind of suck. We're gonna yeah. let this short guy play, and then he ended up being probably well, a future Hall of Famer. That's what worries me about Jimmy G. You know what I mean? They had such a small sample size with Jimmy G. Yeah, and I don't know. Belichick was really high on him. Belichick didn't want to trade him. The only reason he left is because Tom Brady went to Robert Kraft's office and said, "Trade him, trade him." Yeah, yeah. Tom Brady so. Tom Brady was nervous. He was worried. Yeah, because he knew Billy liked him. Good old Bill Belichick liked them, so I don't know. I, don't know. I feel like we're going way off the off the rails here, though. It's whatever, you know. <laughs> this is my show, our show. I mean, yeah. And I'll do as I please. God, sorry. But uh, but yeah, no. Okay, so what what else do we got? Anything else? Fun? I mean, that's not I, about Ryan Finley. Who's one one thing I saw. Very bland. Ryan Finley's bland. We love the bland ones. I know, Blandy Dalton, baby. We have no, <laughs> we have no emotion at quarterback. Haven't had it for a while. Yeah, it's, um, it's like those people who are like, I have uh, wheat toast. <laughs> you know? Don't give me strawberry jelly because that's too exotic. <laughs> Please, no. Um, one thing I saw that shocked me was uh, Jermaine Pratt. Oh, it was unsigned. Yeah. Yeah. What is the, what is going on there? there? I mean, I, I don't pretend to know how that stuff works. Behind the scenes and things well, like that. Well, so I don't, so I don't think they report for camp until like the twenty fourth or something like that. Yeah. Right, Tom. Do you know twenty fourth is when when's camp start? Twenty fourth. Yeah, twenty fourth. Yeah, rookies are twenty third, I think, or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, but uh, so I mean, you have you still have the rest of this month, 
um, to get a deal done. And usually, I mean, there's rookie deal. The nice thing about the new CBA is those deals are pretty much laid out. Like, there's only so much wiggle room that are in those rookie yeah. deals. So whatever it is, it's something small. Someone will acquiesce on one side or the other. The deal, the deal will get done. It'll be fine. Um, I don't know, man. What is he, like a fourth-round pick, fifth-round pick? Uh, I think he was a third. I think he was a third-round uh, pick. Man. But still, I mean, like I said, and that's even more so. You have a lot more. You know, first-round picks have a little more wiggle room, especially if you're one of the top, like, ten picks. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, Nick Bosa set out for uh, yeah. um, up until, like, right before the season started. Yeah. But, um, you know, and that's, you know, like I said, you don't see that very often anymore because of the new CBA and stuff. So I think it'll be fine. But we'll see. Yeah. Well, you know what? I am really excited about that guy. By the way, he better be good. You know, otherwise we're I'm, gonna struggle again. I'm really, ex- I'm really excited about him, and I think he's probably my favorite draft of the draft. Yeah, I still hate the Steelers. You remember sitting in Westside Brewery and they traded up and drafted our guy? Oh my! I screamed. I was so very mad. Do you yeah. think that was our guy? Yeah, I think that was our guy. You think it was our guy? Yeah. I think so too. I mean, I think that they. And had, I think I, the Steelers waited right up to the end. Yeah. I think they they just they wanted to give their fans a talking point. Yeah. They wanted to. Supposedly, that a lot of times, like these teams, like know ahead of time, okay, this deal's in place and that kind of stuff. So my my guess is the Bengals had heard that they, they were going to trade up, and but then they didn't announce it until just then because, um, like I said, apparently they know like way ahead of time that these deals are in place and stuff like that before yeah. it happens. Yeah. Well, I saw this. I saw this like quick cut of like uh like a board like a trade room mm-hmm. or like a draft room yeah it's intense where's the draft at next year is it in cleveland no that's the all-star game all-star games in cleveland there's something else there's two things in cleveland this year i think the draft might be in cleveland this year we're gonna head up there we should go to cleveland live reporting we, we should we should periscope this or what is periscope still a thing does that exist i don't know we can twitch it dude can you twitch through a phone <laughs> Tom says maybe. Tom what kind says of tech guy are you, man? Yeah, yeah I, I, I think we can I always think, Facebook Live. Yeah, Facebook Live or like MySpace. Periscope or something like that. Or, MySpace. Oh, MySpace. Yeah, check yeah, us check out on MySpace. MySpace. Yeah. yeah. Isn't that, <laughs> <laughs> isn't that like a music sharing site now? Nick Cannon bought it. I know that. Oh, really? So, so Tom, I love the fact that Tom is on, like Tom, the Facebook guy, is on. Fa- or sorry, Tom, the MySpace guy, is on Facebook. And I remember when I first got Facebook, I was like, oh my God, Tom the Facebook guy, or the MySpace guy is on here. So now I like, go on there and people are like, why did you? He's like, I sold, fa- or I sold MySpace. I don't know affiliated with it anymore. Leave me alone. Like, don't ask me why I'm on Facebook. Yeah, he should have sold it earlier. That's what he should have done. He was riding that wave. And uh, other than that, like I said, I think Jermaine Pratt fills a need for sure. <laughs> and we're back. And we're back. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think, like I said, he fills a need. A really important need probably mm. the most glaring need of the draft yeah uh middle linebacker or linebacker in general yeah the middle of the field was just way too open last year um hopefully i'll be interested to see how they use uh lawson um oh god i love him i i just hope he comes back with some explosive explosiveness and speed i just don't think we know. talk about that enough how big of a loss him and uh glasgow were yeah, I mean that definitely took some blows there for sure. I mean we had and I I think the our running a run stop defense. I think Geno Atkins, I think his game suffered because Ryan Glasgow was out. I think Ryan Glasgow took a lot of the pressure off Geno Atkins in terms of you know um, gap integrity and things like that and just playing you know dedicating to the run and right. I think I think his presence allows Geno to free up and really go after the passer, which I think yeah. I, in today's NFL you have to be able to get to the quarterback. If you don't get to the quarterback, you're done. I mean that's why you force turnovers. Um, I, I think I, you know, j- just as much as baseball is a game of you know of 
home runs. I yeah. think the NFL is a game of turnovers and 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 you know, rushing the quarterbacks. So. Right, and well, that was something we did early. You know what yeah. I mean? It's something we did early, and then our team fell apart. Right, man. it was you know, we weren't a great team right. last year, but we weren't. We were a horrible team after everybody went down. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean it definitely definitely was hard. I'll tell you what though, that first game against the Indianapolis Colts was exciting. That was fun as hell. That was true. But yeah. uh but yeah, so I don't know, we'll see, we'll see. Um we'll kind of take it and go with what we can, but um, Yeah, but as far as that goes, that's pretty much all I have, Logan. Yeah. Um I wanna thank you guys. I'm looking at both of you guys. Both of you guys. I don't know what that means, but I'm glad to have you guys with us i hope you like the new format um hold on oh we got one more thing oh sorry i actually forgot about it yeah geez oh my goodness geez so we wanted so for those of you who don't know i'm uh, so sorry yeah it's okay i was just, just shut me up that's all right so uh so that's all he had but i had something i wanted to say so but, but i'll say we because we did talk about it in our mm. pre-show beforehand he had it written down you should flip the page over reading's hard sometimes i know um but anyways, uh, we for those of you who don't know, we graduated from Mount St. Joe this year, which is Mount St. Joseph University of the good old Delhi. It's a small uh, school right yeah. outside downtown. Right. Um, so uh, anyways, uh, one of our uh, classmates who also graduated this year um, actually was uh, drafted um, by the uh, ASBA uh, with the 17th pick in the uh, 2019 ASBA softball draft, um, Savannah Sturgill. Um, actually was drafted and uh, is down in uh, Alabama playing professional softball right now. Uh, so we want to give her a shout-out. Um, that's pretty cool. And go through some stats that she uh, she racked up as in her senior season at uh, Mount St. Joe. Let me break this down for you guys. She's got some stud numbers, okay? Uh, she had a 333 batting average. Stud. Uh, three home runs. Stud. 27 RBIs. Stud. Uh, third in average, right? She was third on the team in average, yeah. Stud. Good stuff. Um, you got anything you want to add on that? I mean, you know, OPP of, uh, of 395, slugging percentage 518. Um, you know, one of those people that, you know, she always came and approached the game with, with, you know, seriousness and, uh, with passion yeah. and, and, you know, um, I think all those girls were awesome. Uh, great, great team to work with, obviously. They had a great season um, as well. Yeah. Yeah. They had a great season. Um, you know, I, they, they graduated quite a few girls this year. Um, so, you know, that's always sad to see, but, uh, yeah. but I think they've got a lot of young c- kids coming up as well, but, you know, we just want to send our uh, best wishes to Savannah Sturgill. Um, Congrats, who is, girl, uh, you did it. Yeah, catcher and, and uh, outfielder in college. I think she's still, I think she's catching yeah. um, in the league now. So, um, you know, again, we just want to wish you a, a best of luck. Congratulations. And uh, for everyone else, you know, obviously uh, give her a shout out, root her on. I don't have her Twitter handle, unfortunately, to plug her there. I but, don't either. But, but uh, I do have ours. We do. Mine is Girly Hummin, so at G-I-R-L-I-E-H-U-M-M-I-N. And then I think mine's at Chow underscore Logan, I think. I'm not I really think sure. That's it. I think that's it. And then also our uh, podcast Twitter, uh, at around underscore the underscore Natty, N-A-T-I. Um, give us a follow on there. Um, subscribe to us on YouTube. Um, give follow us, us on uh, Give Spotify. us a follow on Spotify. Right. Um, everybody thank Tom. Tom, you got a Twitter handle you want to plug? He, he doesn't, doesn't use his Twitter. Twitter. Doesn't he... use his Twitter. Boo. 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 He's, uh, yeah, Tom's a pretty lame guy. Uh, but he did go to Bonnaroo, which I also went to. He and that went was to awesome. Bonnaroo. Shout out to the Rue Crew 2019. Okay, stop this. <laughs> um, but oh, yeah. I looked it up. You can't 
can stream Twitch from your phone. You okay. can stream. Yeah. T- okay, good. See, that's what's nice about having a young buck back there yeah. looking things up so for us. Book it. We're gonna go to Cleveland, the second worst city in Ohio, and uh, what's the first worst city? Columbus, and go to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> And we're going to go there and live stream the draft and potentially get murdered. I'm not really sure. Um, oh, we'll see what? what? <laughs> Dude, Cleveland is just not a fun place to be. You know, they had the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, and then after that, what do they got? I feel bad. If you're from Cleveland, I'm so sorry. I love it. I really do. I'm talk- just, oh, no, I'm not, I've never been camera? there. I've never been there. So Yeah, but, uh, but, but other than that, thank you guys. I hope you guys like the new platform. Um, I'm sure Tom's going to do a great job editing this down. Um, but other than that, Logan... Yep, uh, I've, it's it's been Logan and Andrew, and uh, we'll see you guys around the net.